Hi, it's Shana here. Before this episode starts, I'm popping in with a quick reminder about our upcoming CEU on Thursday, June 20th. It's on how to approach the intake process without spending hours on assessments. As BCBAs, we know that sometimes the new learner intake process can seem to take forever, but our learners need to get started with programming and make progress as soon as possible. So how can we streamline the intake process so that it doesn't consist of hours of assessments? Join us live on Thursday, June 20th at 12 p.m. Eastern time, as Sheer and I walk you through our intake process with lots of video exemplars of different learners and teach you how to use our assessment with ease. You can earn one learning CEU for ACE, QABA, or IBAO. Join us live at this event or to watch the recording asynchronously, go to howtoaba.com forward slash CEU. See you then. Hi, I'm Shira Karpow. And I'm Shana Gaunt, and we're board certified behavior analysts. At HowToABA, we provide practical resources, community, and support to ABA professionals. In each episode of our podcast, we will be having real conversations with real people sharing real stories about ABA. We'll share relevant strategies and actionable tips that will make us all better ABA practitioners. It's the ABA content you need that you're not going to learn in a textbook. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. On today's podcast, we got such a great response to our tips to prevent BCBA burnout that we thought we'd continue it with some of our top daily habits. So we've come up with five. They're probably a lot more than that, Um, but we'll give you our five favorite daily habits just to get started. Sure. I'd love to say that my daily habits are, you know, very, very productive, like, you know, making of lists and, you know, I don't know, being a great mom and, uh, you know, praising everybody all the time and, you know, putting together tokens and everything else, but they're, they're really not. Sometimes our daily habit is just to get to the end of the day with everybody (laughs) alive and fed. (laughs) Is that a habit or just a dream? That's my ultimate goal, right? I'm doing okay. I think that's been my habit so far. I remember when I first had um, my daughter, I think my, my, fa- my favorite saying was, how am I going to do this? I can't even keep a plant alive. I still can't, I still can't keep the plant alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so in terms of daily habits, I do have to say, I have one that people say, you know, I'm insane for and sure you're, you're included in this, but one of my daily habits is waking up early. And uh, when I say wake up early, I'm usually up between 5.30 and 6. Um, you know, sometimes 6.30, but typically around 6 o'clock is when I get up. Um, and really the whole goal of that is just to get up before the world starts. And I just I get in the habit of it and I love it. You know, some people are night owls. I'm, I'm really not. Um, so I get up early. I, you know, get a chance to just inhale right? So I'll um, get up. I usually have a coffee. I usually check my email. Uh, and I'm, I'm really bad for that. Some people say, you know, oh, don't ever check your email first thing in the morning. But I typically need to know what's going on before my day starts and before the craziness starts. So typically try and do that. Um, I also exercise in the morning, which is kind of part of that. Um, but that's another one. So I'll, I'll go to wake up, waking up early. I'm sure you do a little bit of that, but not to the same yeah, extent. Um, I know it's a busy day 
for Shana when I get emails, when I wake up and I already have emails dated at like 5.30 a.m., 5.45 a.m., 6 a.m. And it's like her responding to all of her emails. Um, So I'm the complete opposite. I'm really not a morning person and I'll do all my email responding at night. But what I do try to do is because, you know, my kids wake up pretty early um, and I do like to have some time like before, like the rush of getting them out of the house. Um, I'd like to have myself ready before I also have to get to work. So I will try to get up like a little bit before them and just leave a little bit of time for me to like, you know, have my coffee, um, you know, just have some quiet time to think, you know, putting on some calming music or things like that. Um, and just having that space so that by the time I get to my kids and get to work, um, I'm a little bit less grouchy. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I wouldn't say I'm pleasant, but not grouchy is my goal. And my goal with sending out emails at 5.30 in the morning or 6 is really just so I can get them off my plate. I typically try not to check my emails too, too much during the day. I mean, obviously, there's things that you have to check and sometimes respond to. But for the most part, it's like, you know, my morning is the time that I sit down and just do that. Um, But you're right, Shira, just having like even five minutes or 10 minutes before your kids get up or before life starts basically, and having that five or 10 minutes to yourself is one thing I completely value because it seems to be these days, the only time I get to myself. So it's like, ah, I could do this. Yeah. Yeah. It is nice. It's, it's a good quiet time. So going along with that, you know, my second daily habit, I would say is exercise. Now I exercise in the morning. Some people exercise at nights and what have you. Um, I, I would love to say I exercise every single day and I'm, I'm you know, that person. Uh, but I would say I probably work out three, maybe four times a week. Um, but I find I need it, you know, and I was talking to a friend of mine, gosh, like I, a couple years ago now, and I had a really stressful summer. Um, this is probably about two or three years ago. And it was awful. It was like, talk about BCBA burnout. It was, it was horrible. I don't even want to go there. Um, but I was getting up every single morning early um, to do work. And I wasn't working out. I wasn't taking the time for me. It was like literally like run, run to my computer, you know, not, not the emails, get those done, but get everything else done on top of that. And then I go to work and then I work long hours and I wasn't doing much of anything else. And my friend said to me, Shana, you know, you don't take medications or anything, but if you had to take medication, would you stop taking it? I said, no. Like, I mean, if the doctor prescribed medication, I would take it. And he said to me, he goes, exercise, that seems to be your medication. And I was like, oh, you're so right. Because for me, and it's not like this for everybody, but I've been exercising for years. And when I don't exercise, I'm actually grouchy. I'm actually anxious. I'm just not a nice person. And she was smiling because she knows that she's seen it. Um, you know, my husband jokes around with me, but you know, if I get cranky or if I get snappy, he seriously hands me my running shoes and says, goodbye, like see you in half an hour. Um, because I, I need it. I'm one of those people. Yeah, I get that. My husband's the same way, which is why when COVID started and he couldn't go to the gym, we like literally had to build a gym in our house. And so we have like the whole indoor home gym situation. Cause it was that, or like live the grace person. <laughs> <laughs> So we went for the gym. Yeah. Yeah. No, exercise is not really my thing. Um, I mean, I do it and I try to do it, but it's not one of my, you know, daily must haves. Um, One of mine would be having dinner with my family. Um, we try to, as a family, all sit down and have dinner, which like kind of evolved pretty recently. Like I would say when my kids were younger, it was like a lot more hectic and they would all, you know, get home early from school and they were already starving. My husband would get home later. And like, I think as our schedules shifted, um, my kids get home pretty late. They get home after six o'clock. And so we've pushed dinner time till then my husband's now working from home. So like we all kind of land at home around the same time, which is around like six, six thirty. Um, and with me, you know, working a little bit later, dinner's not even ready early anymore. So we've kind of started doing this, you know, 
eating dinner together um, around that time. And it's really nice um, for us all to sit down. My kids are like, you know, have very busy schedules. We don't really get to sit down and see each other very often. Um, It's a no phone zone, although we have to enforce that with my teenagers too often because they'll, you know, be staring in their pocket. And I'm like, what's in your pocket? Um, (laughs) I love that. So, so and it's sometimes it's just 15 minutes because like we're running somewhere else, but even if it's just for 15 minutes, it's nice to know that like we all kind of come together at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, that's, I would say that that's, that's a a must have for me. And that's awesome, Cher. I mean, you've got three kids and you've got, those kids have very different schedules and they're all involved in different, you know, extracurricular activities and things like that. So always coming and going. So I love the fact that you make that a priority. So I was just as an aside, I was reading Obama's book recently. And did you know, Obama, president of the United States, he did the exact same thing. He made time to have dinner with his family every single night while he was at the White House. And he would joke around and he would say, hey, listen, my commute's nothing. He's like, I can walk down the stairs and be dinner with my family. He's like, I have no excuse. And he did that every night. So that's amazing. Um, I would say I try and aim for that three or four nights a week. And I love it. I, I love being able to sit down. And, and when I don't, if I have to work late, sometimes I, I feel like I've missed out, right? I feel like I've missed out if I yeah. haven't sat down and said, Hey, you know, let's talk about our days and, and that type of thing. Yeah. Or even get the, and then you don't like ever see them. Yeah. Or get the grouchy, like, I don't like this for dinner. Oh, I don't want this. I still, you know, I even appreciate that now sometimes because I know it's, it, you, we won't get that forever, right? Our kids are going to be grown up soon. Totally. Yeah, totally. What's another one for you, Shira? Um, I would say that gratitude is, is an important daily practice. And I think especially, you know, in the work that we do and the jobs that we have and a, you know, can be very stressful and you can end up just worrying and, and, you know, becoming nervous about all the things we have to do and our to-do lists and stressing about our jobs, but also because, you know, we were talking about this earlier that like we get to walk away at the end of the day and no matter what challenges we personally have, um, I don't think I deal with the amount of stress and challenges that our families deal with. So just reminding ourselves at the end of the day to just, um, have a couple moments of calm and remembering like what we're great, what we're grateful for. Um, whether that's like listing those things in your head, some people like to write it down. Um, you know, we talk about it with our family, but just having that moment of remembering like why we're doing what we're doing, what we're actually grateful for in our own lives and putting aside like the stress and the worry and all the things that, you know, on our to-do list and just thinking about the things that are right here and right now and remembering like what, what we have to appreciate. It's so true. I do it too. I mean, I don't keep a gratitude journal, but I actually, you know, every day, even just with my daughter, I'll say, listen, like, let's name some things that we're grateful for. Um, Because it's so true, especially, you know, throughout COVID and everything else, it's given me a new appreciation for the fact that a number one, I still have a job. Um, Number two, I have a very healthy family. Um, You know, we are very lucky in so many ways. And it's um, really great to appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Last daily habit. I have to say this is an ABA habit. I do. It is my favorite. I have to-do lists coming out the wazoo, schedules, to-do lists, all of that kind of stuff. Um, I do it. I I, I admit it. And I'm not ashamed of it. Uh, I have to. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, schedules are really important. And I find that I try so many different ways to like 
know, systematize my life and organize it and planners and visuals and boards and like nothing works for me. And the only thing that I've like kind of been able to stick with is just writing a list every day and just having like a daily running list. And like, I have a, you know, a book that it goes into. And like, when the, when the list is at the end of the page, I just turn the page. Like that's, a, that's as much as I can handle in terms of a system. Cause I just can't keep anything else organized. It's just like another job for me to do. Um, but I do find that like the more I do, the more I forget. And so if I don't write it down and if it's not in a schedule, I you know highly rely on my calendar for appointments and meetings and then heavily rely on like a to-do list for, you know, tasks that have to get done. Um, I also haven't found a good way to like electronic size that or make it, you know, digital. Um, I'm still paper and pen for most of that stuff. Other than a calendar, I love digital calendars, but in terms of like to-do lists and tasks and all that stuff, I know there's a lot of digital options, but I haven't really gone into that. I'm the same way. I've tried digital options and they're great and they're great for a lot of people. You can even set reminders and they go off on your phone. I'm totally paper and pen. And I have to blame that on two people. Number one, I have to blame it on my mother. And mom, if you're listening, I love your to-do lists, but I also think I have post-traumatic stress disorder from PA days when I would wake up in the morning and have my mom's chicken scratch note waiting for me and saying, here's your to-do list for the day. (laughs) Come on, mom. I just want to take a break. Nope. I've got to vacuum the house and I've got to do this and I've got to do that. Oh yeah. I had lists to do as a kid. Um, uh, stop texting my kids with those kind of lists. So that's like, it, right? <laughs> now with the text. Can you wait through this? That's it. Um, I joke around though, and I say, you know, I can actually read shorthand, and I actually use a lot of shorthand in my own stuff. And people can't read it, and I don't understand why, but I keep forgetting because my mom, that's what she used writing my lists as a kid, would be shorthand. So I just knew what all that meant. Um, but now, uh, you know, with to do lists, I write my daughter to do lists. She starts to write out her own. Um, but, anyways, I said I blame another person too, and it's a Kate. Kate, if you're listening, uh, she was somebody I used to work with, and she was amazing, and she was my supervisor at um, a long time ago. And she would write out to-do lists, and as soon as she got a couple crossed off, she would just like write another to-do list, and she would say, "No, no, no, it's it's messy now. It's all it's crossed off. It's messy. I need to write a new new one." And I used to tease her because she would almost take more time writing the to-do list than she would making it, and it not so true. But uh, I'm now the same. I am now Kate. I write to-do lists. I cross off two or three things and it looks messy and I write a new one (laughs) or I have to reprioritize things. So I have uh, just, I don't write things in a notebook like you do, Shira. It's scrap pieces of paper that I know exactly where they are and uh, have it. Whatever is reinforcing. (laughs) That is right. I just need to be able to like rip it off and throw it out. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think the idea is that there's so much out there in terms of like, you have to have these, you know, success habits, or you have to do these things every day, or you have to exercise and eat right and wake up early. And there really isn't like one way to do any of these things. The idea is that like, just figure out what's important to you um, and make it a daily habit. And there's lots of like, you know, information out there on how to make that thing that's important to you a daily habit. If it's exercise, how to be consistent with it. Um, We've spoken about the book Atomic Habits, which is a really great book also based on ABA. Um, but pick what those things are for you. It's whether it's family or work or working out or time alone, um, find what those things are and then create the time for them. Because if you don't do them and you don't create that time, um, it's really not going to happen because time like just goes so fast. And sometimes I'll write things in my calendar or go back to my to-do lists. Um, but I'll actually schedule in, you know, personal things as well into my calendar. So if I need to make something happen, like, you know, I've always wanted to, I don't know, go to the beach in the summertime or go to a particular beach and it never happens because time just goes. So, nope, you know what? This is what we're doing this weekend. 
and, and then it rains, but no, uh, writing it into the calendar. No, like this is what I'm doing. You know, if it's, you know, dinner with your families is really important to you and you're not doing it, start by writing it into your calendar one or two days a week until it becomes a habit. Um, but make sure that you are prioritizing that and, and, and spending time and making time for that is it's huge. Um, yeah. The second biggest thing too, in terms of your daily habits, doesn't matter what they are, but making sure you're defining boundaries um, and making sure that you, you know, can tell people and, and are able to communicate, this is what I can do and this is what I can't do. Um, you know, so for instance, in my own life, you know, my boundaries, I don't want to work weekends. You know, I used to work seven days a week a long time ago and it's hard. Um, so I define boundaries and I, you know, my weekends are off. My weekends are sacred to me. I don't even return emails on weekends. I don't check emails. I do nothing on weekends. Um, and some people can't do that, but you know, or sometimes it needs to be shaped. Okay. I'll only check them on Saturday mornings and Sunday nights. Um, but really defining those boundaries and trying to stick to them as much as possible. Yeah. I mean, similarly, like one of my non-negotiables is like the 25 hours of Saturday, uh, and from sundown to sundown, I won't, I turn off my phone to completely detach. There's no media, there's no access to anything. Um, and while it can be like, you know, challenging, it's like one of the best gifts because it really, you know, all of our, all of those things really serve as distractions, whether it's work or social media or emails or, you know, TV, news, media, it's all um, very distracting and somewhat overwhelming that if you don't like take a break and, and really focus on what's important, which is, you know, all those other things that you don't have time for, which is family and being outdoors and, you know, reading or just doing things that you never get to do. Um, having those non-negotiables has been like, you know, really, really a lifesaver because it's so like rejuvenating to come into the week and having that day off. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Shira, now we're starting to talk about, um, you know, when you say prioritize what's important to you, you know, we're starting now to get into the values. So for those of you guys who are familiar with ACT, um, look that up and, you know, really start to ask yourself, what are your values and how do you get closer to your values? Couldn't be a podcast without some actual advice. It has to, you know, <laughs> something in there, right? <laughs> something from this. It's go check out ACT. Um yeah, so we hope that this, you know, just allows you to think about those things that are important to you. Um, please share them with us when this podcast comes out. Please go and and let us know what your top five daily habits are. Um, we'd love to be able to share with everyone and, and learn from each other. And Shira wants you to write them down so we can make more lists. <laughs> That's always my reinforcement. <laughs> Thanks for joining today's conversation. Wherever you get your podcast, please go and subscribe, rate and review so others can find out about us too. For more from How to ABA, including free resources and ABA materials, visit our blog at howtoaba.com and make sure that you're following us on social media for more practical tips and updates.